0: All right, we're recording. Welcome everyone to the Rink Rat Report podcast. This is the last episode of 2023. I cannot believe that it's already like I can't even believe we're like the year that you have to write out right now is 23 slash 24. We're almost in Brian McCabe year. This is crazy. As always, joined by Jason.
1: Brian McCabe year is a hilarious way to think about the years. From now on, Under-ask I'm gonna be thinking of right now. Yeah, I, I we got Like we got to be thinking of these years and lease numbers. I cannot wait for ten years and five days from now when it's Austin Matthews' year.
0: Ooh, <laughs> hopefully he'll still be playing. But hopefully. Yeah, that's how I think of it. I mean, because a lot of people, it's like, oh, this is my Jordan year because they're turning twenty three. Like yeah. that's. Shut up! But Re-
1: realistically, it should be your Ponikarovski year. But yes, fair. Your go on. It's year,
0: exactly. <laughs> or yeah. So this year, it's my Taitomi year. I'm gonna <laughs> gonna get into bar fights. Um, So we had three or four games this past week. Yeah, three games this past week. So we were yeah. We did the Rangers one. Um yep. The first game that was really something. That first game. The same. The first game. The Jackets game and then the Sens game, which was last night. So we're going to talk about those three games. We're going to reveal our top 10 leaf schools of the year. Here's the thing, though. This is not going to be the official list. I'm getting lists from three other people. I have two of them. I'm waiting on one more. And once I get those, we're going to amalgamate them. We're going to run them through the algorithm. Which is probably just going to be average ranking of each, <laughs> and uh, we're going to get as complex as possible with it, and then we're going to put together and we're gonna we're gonna post our Leafs' top ten goals of the year. That's probably going to come out when you're listening to this, hopefully today, today when you're listening to it. Um, but before we get into all of that, I want to give a big shout out to our friends over at Manscaped. Step into 2024 with confidence thanks to Manscaped, where resolutions are met and hairs are neatly kept. As the new year approaches, why not make self-improvement a breeze by keeping your body well-groomed? Introducing Manscaped's Performance Package 5.0 Ultra, the ultimate all-inclusive kit designed to help you feel clean-cut and confident as you should, featuring the Powerhouse Lawnmower 5.0. This next-gen trimmer ensu- ensures precision and ease when tackling your toughest hairs. So kick off 2024 with a trim above the rest and use code RINKRAT, that is R-I-N-K. R-A-T at manscape.com for 20% off and free shipping. So what would you say is your highlight of 2023? And what are you looking forward to in 2024, Jason?
1: Wow. That was a, that was a, that was an interesting question. My highlight of 2023, least related, I assume is what we're going to get into here.
0: I guess you could. It
1: sounds, sounds, sounds a little buggered up, a little messed up to say. My highlight was watching that because I'm a, I'm a drama guy, was watching that Kyle Dubas press conference unfold and the next two days. That was honestly a highlight for me. Cause that not was just winning.
0: not winning around for the first time that, in 20 years. I, I
1: wanted to say that, but I feel like I'd get made fun of too much to say that. So I kind of want to go with the reality TV angle of it. And I mean, just the conversations that were had around this, this was like what arguably one of the biggest. Most public firing slash letting go of slash not re-signing a GM ever. I think Maybe that might be a crazy thing to say, but like it felt like it was a pretty big ordeal when it happened. It the was. vitriol. I was like feeling like the emotions that overcame me watching that and like hearing it all play out. It was a crazy week. So that was probably my highlight Leafs related thing of the season. Just because I'm a reality TV You're loser, Mag yeah. TV guy like i just live for that kind of entertainment and that's the yeah. kind of stuff that's like not that you can't script out you know
0: you well i guess you could i don't know maybe the nhl is scripting this stuff <laughs> i'd say winning around. so yes. manscaped.com promo code rinkrat rat at manscaped.com that was actually part of the ad they asked they asked us to oh, say that her how, oh well. Yeah. all right Share some lighthearted humor. Yeah, I'm going to keep my pubes extra extra short this coming year. <laughs> a pubeless year. Um, let's get into it. The Buffalo game. I want to go through that one first. Because we didn't get to tee off on the Leafs after that one. Yeah. What were your thoughts on the Buffalo game?
1: Uh, it was just a crazy, crazy game overall. Like, ba- crazy bad. Like, I don't even know. I kind of... I kind of rid these games from my memory pretty quickly when we lose in this sort of fashion. I hate I hate the way we went out where it was just like just giving up goal after goal after goal. My immediate takeaway, though, is that Samsonov is fucking cooked, man. That guy is... Yeah, he's cooked. It's bad. Like, it's way worse than I expected. Way, way worse. And like, honestly, I get why they pulled him. But at this point... We've done this. We've gone through this enough times. Like I know this is like a rant, but we've gone through this enough times last year where we pulled our goal. Like we pulled, uh, oh my god, we pulled uh, what's Matt his Murray. name, Matt Murray, and had the backup come in. And like, listen, that guy is likely going to get torched. So like, if the game's already out of hand, fuck the goalie, man. Just leave him in. No, uh, maybe that's can't. an asshole take. Why not? Listen, depends. Not, it depends on what if, it looks not like do out your there. Your job and Did stop he, the puck, like.
0: Yeah, obviously. If you're not going to do the job, someone else has got to come in. Martin Jones got left hung out to dry. 100%. In most circumstances, I wouldn't have because that was just okay. You you pelted Martin Jones in that one when you really should have been resting him. However, when you're giving up goals from all over and you look like what Samsonov did after letting in some of those goals, like there was the five on three, there was a double screen and the puck went through and it went in the net. He like his reaction afterwards where he just like turned like this and kind of went like into the net That after that one, I'm like, okay, this guy is beyond done. Even the Jordan Greenway goal. It was just like, like every goal was so deflating where it was like, okay, you got to get him out of there and you got to get him like, like, when he faced the media, like the way he just looked and the way he was answering questions, it was like, oof. it just felt like a big air coming out of a balloon there. But listen, like it was a three, two game. The Leafs were in this, that game yes. for sure. They were up to one, they were up yeah, 2 one at one point went. somehow their defense also played pretty terrible. Like it wasn't all on Samson off. Like the second goal like the backhand goes in. Who was near him? William Nylander did a big old drive-by. Austin Matthews did a big old drive-by. And it was just in the back of the net. Right. So there was that. There was a few other like screens and such, but he let in there were three that just should never, ever be going in the net. And I saw some discourse. Okay, it's not all Samsonov this year. The least defense hasn't been good. Samsonov has an 870. <laughs> He has some of the worst numbers in in the entire league. Antti Ranta, who went on waivers and passed through waivers, is the only one who has worse numbers than Ilya Samsonov. The defense hasn't been great this year. Ilya Samsonov has been absolutely terrible, though. Yeah. Right? Someone was like to me, oh, like that Greenway goal, was that the worst goal you've ever seen? I'm like, no, he's given up worse this year. This year, yeah. (laughs) He's given up worse this year. Like, there's just way too many goals. He didn't give up any bad RVH goals. So, yay. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, because some of those have been terrible this year. They, he, just with shots hands. just going through. It, it's like, okay, like unacceptable. So, yeah. he's playing against Columbus, though, I think on Friday. Okay. So that's when you're good. listening to this tomorrow. Yeah. That's great. So, is it? <laughs> He has to play eventually, but I mean that's
1: great for uh, for another thing that I'll reference later on in the show.
0: Yeah, set your fantasy lineups accordingly. Yeah, I don't know how he's gonna look like. Like just the (sighs) way he looked after that Buffalo game, I was like, oof, like.
1: Okay, so thought experiment here: if something similar happens to, to what we saw in the. Buffalo game where he gives up what is it? He'll be five on raiders. In the, no they're no he'll be on, not even that six on in the first six in the first two periods halfway through the second period. Do you leave him out there if you're going you to put him on waivers? Yeah, you have to. There.
0: You have to because uh, Jones is starting the next day.
1: Okay, yeah. It so, would take hey. a
0: lot. It would take a lot to pull a goalie when they're starting the, the like just the next day, right? So that's where there's that like on a different night. Then yeah, I would pull him earlier. If there was a game in between, so if there was a day in between the games, and he mm-hmm. gave up two that were kind of mm-hmm. questionable, I would I would pull him right away. Yeah, fair enough. Get fair. someone else in there. It always changes but the team the dynamic. It usually, it usually changes the team's dynamic, and like you usually see teams start to play a little bit better when you pull the goalie. I know a lot of people don't like it, but it it happens. We I've seen it so many times where they pull the goalie and then the team starts to kind of wake up because it's like, Oh shit, we got to we got to get moving here.
1: Yeah. But yeah. Yep. Yeah, makes sense. Um, All right. Fair enough. I guess that closes out the Buffalo game. We can move on to the Columbus game who we're going to be playing next. Our next game. At least one for one. Any big mm-hmm. thoughts on, on the
0: Columbus game? One? I thought Martin Jones played pretty well, well in that one. Yeah. Yeah, um, good. There was so the, the goal that he gave up, do you remember it? From no, Justin no. Danforth. That's oh, yes, our, yes,
1: uh, yes, 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 yes. Remember him. Justin
0: now. Danforth, fun. That's a fun elite prospects page. I'd uh implore you <laughs> to go take a look at it. I've repeated it a hundred times on this podcast. So, anyways, the Justin Danforth goal. Craig Simpson obviously said, Oh, too deep in his net. Martin Jones was too deep in his net. I I wish I had the goal on me so I could show. That's too easy of a cop-out. Danforth shot that puck from pretty much the top of the the crease. You need to have some gap between you and the player. Like, sure, he was a little bit deep. This is why I went in. Danforth takes that puck from the middle. He has it in the middle, and he puts it. He's leaning towards his left because he's a righty. He's leaning towards his left and he's moving towards his left and he puts that puck to towards his right. When he does that, Martin Jones becomes a little bit out of position and he's not centered to the puck. And on top of that, Jones is moving towards his left as well. He's following his body, but he's not in line with the puck. So then when Danforth makes that move from the center to the right, he puts uh, Martin Jones off angle a little bit and he's able to chip it over his glove. If Jones was centered to that, he would have, and on top of that, sorry, Jones dropped his hands a little bit on that. He was not expecting that puck to go high; he was expecting it to go low. So it was the combination of not being quite centered on that puck, and on top of that, not reading the shot properly, which led for it to go into the back of the net. I, I, I don't think if he was out any further, it would have been an easy deke because he would have not had a good gap on the on the forward. So it was to me, it was just like a, a cheap cop out where it was like, oh, he's too deep. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Craig. You say that every (laughs) single game, every single goal. It was deep, sure. It was not why it went in. Yeah, right.
1: I mean, yeah, I I never really like to go for the announcers there for the goalie analysis stuff because it's more so. I know. But um,
0: in this one, though, like expected goals were 1.72 to 2.01. Like the Leafs were only at 46%. Like Jones had a solid game in that one. I'm surprised by that, though. I think it was because of all the four-on-four hockey that there was.
1: Probably, yeah. There was a lot of there wasn't a lot of five-on-five minutes. Even just yeah. looking through, I forgot I, you kind of forget about that. But looking through the natural statistic, yeah. only 44 minutes of uh, five-on-five time.
0: Yeah, uh, and scoring the chances for normal. Yeah, it scoring chances for It was 23 to 20 for the Leafs in this one. So I thought they played well. I'm surprised they didn't win the expected goals battle. But when you look at it, so the Leafs in their last four games. Are one in three. Yes. I'm not overly upset because it's only two points in four games. That's not good at all, obviously. Mm-hmm. Thanks, mathematician. <laughs> but when you look at, like, we jinxed expected... the December
1: Cup. We jinxed the last episode. Oh
0: yeah, they they dropped the <laughs> the ball hard on the December Cup. Ugh. I can't move it to January again. You know how much paperwork that would be if I try to move the November Cup all the way to January. Are You kidding me? Um. But if you start to look like the people are complaining, okay, the Leafs are winning games, but they're not winning them very well. They're not outplaying the other team. Look at the expected goals, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Look at the expected goals over this one in th- one in three stretch. Uh yeah. so when you go back to the Rangers game, they won the expected goals at five on five there. Buffalo obviously they lost. They sucked. Um actually, let's go by scoring chances four. So I, I like that one more, a little bit more, even though it's the same shit. Uh 51% in the range uh sorry, 59% in the Rangers game, 35 in the Buffalo game. Okay. 53.49 against Columbus. And then last night, 52.94. Even last night, expected goals for 55%. They're playing a little bit better hockey than the games that they were, you know, they had to get Joseph Wool to steal for them. Yeah. So that's been a little bit encouraging. I mean Austin. Timothy yeah. Lilgren's been Okay, ish. Since he got okay. back, yeah, you know, yeah,
1: I think that's fair to say.
0: It's just you're not going to get saved by goaltending in this stretch until mid February. Hopefully, Joseph will come back. I don't know how he's going to look, so we'll see. But hasn't been as bad of a stretch as you know the record makes it seem. I'm, I'm very confident, and we're gonna we're gonna get into what is it we're we're getting into later. Top ten goals, and then we're talking about something else, right?
1: Uh New Year's resolutions? Did you want to do that or three positives, three negatives on the year?
0: Something like that. Anyways, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is disappointing to see like you lost to Buffalo, who's not in a playoff spot, and you lost to Ottawa, who's not in the playoff spot.
1: Oh does oh does do losing to bad teams matter? Does it matter? Yes, that's what. It yes, was.
0: so that's where it's going to kill you in the the standings. Like, but well, if you look at the standings, where are the Leafs right now?
1: They are third in the division with, I believe. Two points there's... back,
0: two games in hand.
1: Yeah, they're actually technically ahead of the Florida Panthers because of the games, to points, the point percentage thing. The point percentage, uh, they're ahead of Le- Leafs See? have 625 uh, points, point, 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 0.625 point percentage. Interesting. And the Panthers have a point six one eight points percentage. And the Leafs Ooh. are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9th in the NHL in points percentage. So. hmm um, and they are actually, it's a little bit of a tough, I, they're step. second in the East. They're second in the East in points percentage too, or sorry, third that. in
0: the East in points percentage. So, yep. um, and they are ninth in the NHL. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. It's a tough stretch. One and three in your last four is obviously a little bit of a touch, tough stretch. However, have you seen who's lost four in a row? Vegas. They're a good hockey team. Did you see yeah. who lost after being up four Oh last night? Colorado, they're one of the best teams in the league. So blue a four nothing weeks. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, gonna get into that. We'll do to to the yo. So let's close it out. Last night's game. What did you think yes. of the last night's game?
1: Deflating, but also like not that bad because I think there were deflating's, so many. Deflating is a good word. It's just because like the weird thing is there were so many bad bounces. Like yeah, like actually like it felt like Bertuzzi could have had a hat trick that night and no yes. one would have batted it one hundred right and like just the way that the puck falls, it just doesn't go in. Like, there's literally, I don't think I've ever seen an instance where a player had, like, multiple opportunities with, like, essentially stick-on puck, obviously tied up and, like, a lot of sticks to fight through, but stick-on puck with literally the goaltender at the side of the net, outside of the net. And it's just, like, bad bounce doesn't go in. It's, like, just craziness stuff, right? Maybe that's copium. That happened. But, like, that's basically what happened. And it's, like, you know what? One or two of those go in one goes in, it's a completely different game. Like, mm-hmm. and then you're I also put, have those
0: games. Like,
1: yeah. And, and, and just, this isn't like a knock on Martin Jones, just something that I noticed. Cause you've put me onto it. One bad RVH goal. Other than that, I thought he played, played well.
0: Well, it was, it was not, he wasn't was, in the was RVH. Not, he wasn't in the RVH. Just yeah. from, it was a shot from behind the net. that yeah. banked yeah. off him in. The net and that was just yeah, a bad man. goal. Yeah. Like, what I mean, are you going to do? I mean, you're getting, yeah, hopefully maybe if we start calling him uh, js jones jso band jones he will start to play better but that's what listening. i'm hoping that's what He's i'm hoping been... we get out of him somehow i don't know how we're gonna do it but you yeah. know
1: all i all i said was a 905 by the end of the year and, and i'm happy i'm more than happy so um at I'm a 914
0: excited. now but yeah uh, yeah yeah hopefully... one other thing i noticed in this game Talk it's not it's not loading oh my god I thought the third line looked pretty good in terms of generating chances, generating looks. I really think Max Domi's speed did a number on Ottawa. I really don't think Ottawa defends the neutral zone very well at all. Like, they defend the neutral zone very badly. So that's where Domi was able to create more plays through the neutral zone, more get more speed, get more offensive zone time. Um, but I cannot find the numbers from how they actually did. So I cannot... As play. a line...
1: Last game, they were pretty good, like you said. Open, open. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they, they were they were pretty good. I have them at, they played seven minutes together at 5 on 5 15 mm-hmm. Corsi 4, one against. So oh, we're I'm talking fine. about this third line being Jekyll and Hyde. This night was obviously more Jekyll. No yeah. Hyde. Nine scoring chances. Um, them not scoring is actually a damn shame looking at these numbers.
0: Because they were were peppering.
1: They were peppering. Yeah, they played pretty
0: well. I've seen a lot of people say, oh, Kiefer Bellows, we're going to call him up and send Robertson down. I think you're a complete, like, you just haven't watched any hockey. You don't know what you're talking about. That makes you sound silly. I'm sorry. Kiefer Bellows is three years older than Nick Robertson. He's a point of game in the AHL right now where Robertson's well over a point of game in the AHL. Like and on top of that, look at Kiefer Bellows' NHL production from like last year. Yeah, I think he had eight points in forty games. Yeah, Robertson's a better player. Like plain and simple. Also, you, like you, yeah, let's call up Kiefer Bellows for Nick Robertson. Let's call up a worse player for a better player. Like and send you, down the better player.
1: Even if you think that Kiefer Bellows could be better, just for long-term building of this team, we want to know what we have in Nick Robertson. We want to know if we want to like if this is a guy that we want to trade at the trade mm-hmm. deadline to upgrade at left wing, right? Like our answer is not coming from the AHL. If we're looking to upgrade our roster, that is the last place yeah. we'd probably look right. We'd be looking yeah. towards other teams to improve this team. And if anyone's going to go just based off of yarn crooks play based off of Domi's play based off of Nyze's play based off of Vertuzzi's play, the guy in the top nine who has to go is probably Nick Robertson. That's assuming he gets traded. If not, probably gets bumped yeah. down. But like, let's j- squeeze as much juice out of Robertson as possible. Let's get a good enough look at this guy to see like, hey, who is he? What 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 does he what does he entail for us here? So yeah. um
0: yeah. what do you think he's worth?
1: That's a right good now. question, right? Do you think he's so we've we invested a second round pick in him, plus we drafted in 2019 low years of low second plus 3 year 3ish years of development time. Right mm-hmm. now he is a bottom 6 NHL player. I think that's fair to say.
0: Yeah, with how he's playing, yeah.
1: So can we get a return on investment greater than a lower second than him? I don't know. I actually don't know. It's honestly such a tough thing. He's still cuz the weird thing about him is that he's a young 22, right? He just turned 22. He's yeah. a, still a baby basically, right? So, he's he literally just turned twenty. Developing
0: a little bit, but like how much? How much? How much more more, is there? Exactly. How much more space
1: does? How much more room does he have to grow? Right. So, not like literally tall. I'm just being like on the ice. Um, but I don't know. That's actually a great question. Would you be able to get a like? Well, we saw. How about this? We saw Sam Lafferty go for a third, right? Or was it a fifth? Fifth. It was a third.
0: Fifth.
1: Fifth. Fifth. Okay, it was a fifth. Yeah. So is Nick Robertson worth worth more than that?
0: Probably, right? You'd think. I mean, like a twenty-two year old, he has nine points in twenty-one games. He's got a great shot. He can skate pretty well. He's like I think he's pretty fast. What's he worth though? Like this is his fifth, his fourth season being in the NHL. Played six games, ten games, fifteen games, twenty-one games. So what is he actually worth? If you were to trade him, I wonder, yeah, is no, it a- is, like, is it more worth it just to keep him? Hmm. Cause you have nobody on the roster right now. You don't have anyone in the organization that is a, of third line quality right now. You'd have to get that externally and who that is. I'm not too sure right now, but yeah. if you were to move him, like, I don't know. I wonder, and it would have to. It would probably not be. It would obviously not be a contending team. It would be like, you know, like a a lower end team. And so, how much, like, how much would you get from that lower end team? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's an interesting
1: thing. I'm, I'm looking through like some older trades here to try and find like a comp, and it's a really 22
0: year old. Yeah,
1: it's really hard to find one. Honestly, it is really hard. To find like a comp because a 22 year old, like you said, 22 year old forward, like the closest that comes to mind off the top of my head here mm-hmm. is like Pierre angles was, was a lot older when he was traded. He was traded for a third. Yeah. Right. I would it's say right totally now, different player
0: too, but yeah. Completely right.
1: different. But right now, Robertson's probably worse than Pierre angle. He's he not... has
0: less on ice value than Pierre angle right yes. now. Correct. Yes. yes.
1: So, but so. like there's obviously a future there. So I don't know. It's it's an mm. interesting thing. I don't know. That's, that's actually such a good question. We'll never really know his value unless he gets traded, which is so interesting, but, uh, mm-hmm. hmm. yeah, I don't know.
0: It's I guess not that I had, I have yeah. no idea what he would be worth. It'd be what a third, maybe just for yeah, potential. We, like, not, is that not, worth uh, it?
1: Like we saw Beauvillier go for a fifth
0: this year. Yeah. He's a this few years year, old. He's 26
1: though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, trying to see if other trades like that happened over the last couple Usually of years a player like
0: him time. though is is in a bigger package that's the issue so you're never yeah. going to really really gonna fully know what the uh, value but. is Yeah we're going to have to look that up anyways so with regards to last night's game like I didn't think the least played terrible they didn't close out the game but as you mentioned like you just didn't get the bounces I don't know how you can be overly upset about losing a game in December a single game in December over like puck bounces over Tyler Bertuzzi's stick when he has uh, a wide open look. They, they they outplayed Ottawa. This is not the playoffs right now. Yeah. So, like I'm I'm confident if they play like that against Columbus, they'll slap the doors off of them
1: for sure. For sure. So absolutely. And it's just again, I think people just like have this because of the Buffalo Sabres loss is like so close in their mind. People yeah. just have this idea of like oh like we lose we can't beat bad teams right. But, like,
0: that's you haven't,
1: a, you haven't, but that's such a like, yeah. Before we get into the top because...
0: 10, do you want to talk about that? Let's get into Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I want to talk it problematic that the Leafs cannot beat these lower end teams.
1: Yeah, is it problem? So, before we get into that though, I just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors over at DraftKings before we do. Um, okay. yeah, I just want to throw that out there. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbooks. If you're listening to this on Thursday or on Friday. We're recording this on Thursday. Leafs against the Blue Jackets right now. They've been doing Listen, not betting advice. Would not recommend this, but I've been doing this thing where I've bet the alt over when Ilya Samsonov is in net. So the over right now is at seven plus 102. You can probably find a decent price on the alt over of like eight and a half and nine and a half in the plus 200 to 400 range. Could be interesting. Look, if that's what you're interested in. If not, don't worry about it. But if you are, download the app now and use code. THPN new customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook and official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Excuse me. Bonus bets expire. One, 800, 100, excuse me. And 68 hours after issuance gambling problem, call 1-800 gambler or visit www. 1-800 gambler.net in New York. Call 8778 Hope New York or text Hope New York 467369 in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. cdkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Terms and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League, not gambling advice. Something that I've been doing,
0: anyways. The over uh, thats an interesting one. I bet all the Christmas Day unders for the NBA, and I lost <laughs> all of them except for one. That's funny.
1: Um, I, but yeah, let's let's get right into if the if it's a problem that the Leafs are losing to quote unquote bad teams because hey, our mm-hmm. favorite our favorite beat reporter Jonas Siegel, I don't know what's happened to him
0: over the last couple of years, but uh, he's a Dubasite.
1: Yeah, it's it's just I don't know. I, his prince left. I always, left. His, I, I always, his I always charming thought, left. I always thought reporters are supposed to be unbiased, but uh and it's funny because these are the same people who used to call out Steve Simmons for doing his bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. And they're now just turning around and kind of doing the exact same thing where yeah. it's just no substance, just all all like reactionary content. But mm-hmm. that's what gets clicks for the athletic. That's what gets clicked for the Athletic. Um, But yeah, Jonah Siegel released this article about us losing to bad teams. Is it a problem? I think it's, we have six losses against some bad teams in the NHL. Yeah,
0: you lost against Chicago twice. Twice. You've lost against the Senators now twice. Yes. Um, They've lost against Buffalo now twice. Who's down there? Yeah, Chicago. Panthers don't know. Rangers, no. Penguins, no. Yeah. Who else and overtime? Oh, and then overtime you've lost to Columbus, which is not a great team. And that's it. But so yeah, mainly it's just the issues are the Blackhawks, the Senators, and the Sabres.
1: So you're telling me that what was that? You listed off eight eight losses there against bad teams, right? At least have 15 Mm -hmm. losses this year. I think that was eight or nine, right? That means that they have six losses against playoff teams. And I would say that's a good thing. No, am I crazy for thinking that if you're losing against bad teams, logic is here to tell you, you're probably winning against good teams. So is it a problem? I can, I understand the narrative. These teams don't want to get up and play against these bad teams. They don't have the heart. They don't have the, Blah, 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 blah. but like, yo, wake the fuck up. We're beating good teams. That's what should be important. Who cares about losing to bad teams? Are we going to like, Hey, guess what? We lose to bad teams. Ottawa's not going to be in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Chicago's not going to be in the playoffs. They're not going to bother us. There's some formula that these bad teams have on us that are like, hey, we can beat them. Guess what? they are not going to play them when it matters most. Does it matter? No. Obviously, you know what? It does matter for getting points, but every team loses games. We just talked about it earlier. We saw Vegas Golden Knights, four-game loss streak. You think they haven't lost to bad teams? They've obviously lost. Colorado Avalanche blew a 4-0 lead against The Arizona Coyotes and lots of they've lost. We're in a playoff spot. They're listen, they're in a playoff spot. You can say what you you will about that team. They've lost to they've lost to the Kraken twice this year. The Colorado, they're not in a playoff spot. Are they are they uh, the Avalanche bad now? They've lost to Chicago as well. Every team in the NHL loses games to bad teams. It's an 82 game season. If you think you're gonna beat every single team, you are you're deranged, you're delusional, you're lost. This is not as big of a deal as people are making it out to be. And I will, I will stand on that. It's not, it's not, it doesn't matter. God, we, sure. Yeah. We lose the back to guess we're ninth. We're ninth in the NHL in points percentage. We're third in the East in points percentage. Do you like, do you expect this team to get 65 wins? Sure. You can expect that. Only one team's ever done that in the history of the sport, but you can expect that out of them. It's not going to happen. I want it to happen, but it might not happen. You know, maybe if they beat these teams, maybe they do, but it, to me this is a non issue this is just something that can get the public riled up it's a ta- it's like a flaming hot talking point that will get people to click on an article that's what it is to me
0: makes sense right yeah Anyways. i think yes so to your point yes you are beating good teams did they beat boston yet this year
1: yeah uh, They've no, lost they, twice they lost
0: twice in overtime oh shit Okay. Uh so you beat Florida. They're in second place right now. Like you have beaten good teams. To your point, yes, you have beaten good teams number one. Number two, you are going to lose games. Plain and simple, you're going to lose games. Have they been outplayed in every single one of these games that they've lost? Like the two Buffalo ones, yes. They yeah. got outplayed in those. The last two, the, the two Ottawa losses, I thought they played pretty well up until like, the first one, I thought they played pretty well up until halfway through the third period, right? Last yes. night's game, you look at the deserve to win a meter, you're at 65 to 34. Yeah. Like, th- they, they played pretty well in that one. You're not going to get yeah. the bounces in every single game. The The issue then becomes, it's not an issue right now, I would say, but the issue then becomes, if you're fighting for your life to get into the playoffs at the end of the year, then sure yeah then like you'd like back some of those games right of course um, i think i think going back to your point yes yeah, so the, they they've won games they're losing to these bad teams i think it's going to even out i don't mm-hmm, think yeah. they're playing bad against these bad teams i think they're you're not getting good bounces you're not getting timely saves that happens that's 100% just going to happen over an 82 game season you still have to play like the Anaheim Ducks a couple times. There's a few other not good teams that they've not played. Anaheim. You haven't played the Oilers yet, but they're a pretty good team. You haven't Anaheim, played the Sharks yet. Blues. There's a couple bad teams you haven't played against. My prediction is that it's all going to even out last year. A lot of people did also complain that, Oh, we're not getting up for the good teams. I'm looking at like, you lost against Chicago. Okay, you lost one game to Chicago last year. Uh, another thing to look at, last year, what was their record against Florida in the regular season? I don't know. I actually don't know. 3-0-1. Perfect. What happened Love in the it. playoffs? <laughs> they lost. <laughs> like, Head-to-head head in the regular 40, season means 40, 40. It means nothing. Yeah. Like Last year's losses against, I, I don't know. Like When you look at the Leafs, Record last year against teams like two and two against Detroit and one and two, one, two and one against Boston are the worst ones. Everyone else is either your everyone else, uh, sorry, every other team they're above a 500 points percentage. Actually, Arizona they're 0 and 2, Vegas they were a 250 points percentage, Boston they were a 375, everyone else was 500 and better. That's three teams. Yeah, you're going to want to make that up. Like, it, it, yeah, there is a scenario where you would like those points back. But like take a look I, I don't know against other than Buffalo, I don't think they've been playing bad against these bad teams. Maybe the- I think Columbus, the Columbus uh, comeback was bad. So I think that. that
1: was well said because I think that's the biggest thing here is, and that's kind of what I lo- I got lost in the sauce that I was talking about there. But like, that's the biggest point and biggest takeaway is process over outcome that we always preach here, right? It's like, are are we losing? Why are we losing these games, right? Are we losing because we're playing poorly? Or is it just, again, 82 game season? Yeah. variance comes into play and you're just going to lose some of these games. And that's, that's like the important thing here. It's they
0: like, played worse in the game they won against yeah. Ottawa than they did that- last night. And that's part of my, that's part of my
1: issue as well is because it, it feels like there's just uh, part of the reason why it's because obviously the change in, 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 uh, management maybe has stoked some flames in the media, right. With some of these, how, how some media members might've been treated from the previous regime. Maybe they feel loyalty to the previous regime. Anyways, um, that's kind of stoked the flames of like, it's always something negative, right? If the Leafs win, Mm -hmm. it's a, that they didn't play, they didn't play well in their win. They didn't deserve to win. But if they lose and they play well, it that doesn't come into that doesn't come to effect because they lost, right? Yeah, I mean, it's all about yeah. it's perspective is everything. And you could just change like you you can warp any perspective to fit your own narrative here, right? I like to always view things as a long large sample. The process is what I want to see. And listen, obviously we haven't this wasn't this isn't the best start to our year. I think if we were to look back at previous years from September to December, This is probably one of the worst uh, expected goals wise starts. But the thing I'm seeing is over time, how have we played from September to October? How have we played from October to November? How have we played from November to December? I think we're progressively getting better. And I think that's the most important part here.
0: Yeah, exactly. So last year, so right now, the Leafs are 17, 9, and 6. So that's quick mental math, 26, 32 games. Last year through thirty-two games, if we take a look at their record, they were nineteen, seven and six. So pretty close. Pretty close. Nineteen, seven and six versus seventeen, nine and six. So what, that's four points behind?
1: Four points behind.
0: Yeah. Okay. I will say, I will make a comment though. Yeah. The top four right now has Benoit in it. I don't know why. He
1: Yeah. That's injury.
0: Injury plus
1: We didn't Injury expect who.
0: Giordano. it's top no, top four right now. Giordano's coming back. They're going McCabe Benoit oh. next game. Oh wow, okay. Well, I don't understand why, but placeholder, I guess for who <laughs> the guy we trade for. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, hmm. So, yeah, I think in summation. I don't think they played that bad last night. You're going to lose games. Plain and simple. It's been a bit of a tough run. One and three. I don't think they've played horrendous over the last four games, though. I think they've outplayed the other team in three out of the four of them. Right. So. You know, hopefully you can get a save from Samson off on Friday. I think a couple saves will, will do it.
1: Hopefully not too many if you're uh, in my shoes, but anyways, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. That uh, you want to get into goals? Uh, no, let it. Let, I want to hear people's thoughts. Tweet at me. Let me know if you think it's a problem that this team is losing to bad teams. If so, why? If not, why not? Um, yeah. Why you want to get it, into-
0: unless it's it's impacting you in the standings. Unless you're outside of the playoffs right now. Like, yeah. I understand you're not getting home ice, but like, like it, it's preventing you from being top of the division. But like, I don't know, like. If you lose games, you lose games. It's going to happen.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're not winning every game. Uh, I think that's the best bow to put on it. And process over outcome as well.
0: Yeah. Process over outcome. I would like to see Timothy Logram back in the top four. I don't understand why Benoit is there.
1: Maybe it's, a, maybe it's a limit management thing just to not put too much stress on the ligaments in the in the ankle, I guess. I don't know. Like, get him back to limit his minutes, get him back into proper shape. That's the Maybe. case as well, like he shouldn't I don't just know
0: play it. anyways. I don't think it's that. I I don't understand it. But anyways, yeah. are you concerned that Riley Brody has been getting caped in recently? Uh
1: yes and no. Why? Yes, because I, I don't even know how to answer they've that. been obviously like they've been used against their toughest competition and used the most. Mm-hmm. So that. But then also I know, I've always I've always been under the belief that TJ Brody is better apart from Morgan Riley than they are together. So um uh, yes, yeah. So there's always I think our also our defense would look a lot better if
0: they would were split up.
1: So short term. Yeah. I right.
0: didn't like it a few years ago, but I think Riley Logren is something you 100 percent need to try.
1: We'll take a look at it. We'll take a credit. And
0: out. honestly, for your optimized playoff defensive pairings. It's TJ Brody on the re- on the left side.
1: Yeah, and if the problem is if TJ Brody is cooked, we have like way bigger problems than just like how the pairings need to shape out.
0: So well, if he's yeah, if he's like cooked, if then you if, have two, two slots that you need to fill in now. Yeah, two right, top like four the, slots, which is
1: the, the yeah. and the reason why right I bring now that is these
0: fits. He's at forty eight point one one percent expected goals for, and Morgan yeah. Riley's at forty seven point four one.
1: Yeah, that's, that's not pretty good. low. So, but the reason why I say that though is because is the is it because of this pairing not working together? We've seen it work in the past, but also not work in the past. We've only seen it work for a couple yeah. of It's it's a tough tough pairing. Anyways,
0: um, yeah, which is yeah. interesting though because we've seen Keith actually move away from it in the past. Like last year, they didn't play that that much together, really. So I'm curious as to why this season they're glued together, right?
1: I think it's the lack of depth on defense and the lack of the crutch that is Justin Hall.
0: Hmm. Maybe. Um. Yeah. Simon Benoit at one point this year had like a 60% expected goals for. His last how many games is this one two three four games. He these were the expected goals for percent numbers 43.51, 15.94, 23.06, and 47.7. So now let's put him in the top four. Splendid. He is too slow get to get to pucks to kill cycles. He cannot move the puck very well. He's not at offensive at all. Pretty good at like defending the cycle. I will say that. He's got a good stick on defenseman with a good stick. Good luck. Shut up here, McGuire. Yeah good long stick. He's long. What was the Craig Button saying? You got to be long and hard with or something hard like stick, that. Hard no, with no, your, no. Stick. your defense have to be long and hard or something like that. He he has
1: to be long and hard with a stick.
0: Yeah. So Simon oh. Benoit <laughs> being in the top four, I I would rather Legasen than him. Yeah. Even though it's like funny. what would Who, you like garbage word. or trash?
1: Through through hands last week or last mm-hmm. game. Respects. Fighting oh, for his yeah. spot in the lineup. That's like I think underratedly been very good signing mm-hmm. for the Leafs, which is. Do you want to for a seventh defenseman? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, for a seventh defenseman. Yeah, yeah. like it's crazy. Lejoie got called up last year by Carolina, and Lagason did not. Interesting. Hmm. And now, like they're using Lagusin way more. We know Lad- something. They don't. Way more than than him. So I thought yeah. that was interesting. Anywho, top ten list.
1: Top ten list. Let's get into it.
0: Okay. Uh who is your number 10? What is sorry, top 10 goals, Leafs goals of the year 2023? What was the kind of the criteria that you used for it?
1: Uh I had a bunch of criteria. I wanted to get a little bit of everything in my top 10. So maybe that's kind of cheating of how you so do a top tell 10. Tell us
0: what the criteria was.
1: I wanted to see some good individual efforts. I wanted to see some good team goals. I wanted to have I wanted to watch these goals and feel like feel the emotion of like what was happening in my body and when I was watching that, when it actually happened live. That's what I was looking for. If it elicited an emotion, an emotional response for me based on of what I saw previously. Um and my number 10 is so that's part of my criteria. And then I also was okay. looking at. I guess individual efforts, like I say, and then team goals. I wanted to see some. I didn't only want to see have a list of just players doing their thing. Like we had, we've seen a lot of those goals from like basically like all of the studs on this team. I wanted to see some team effort goals here, where maybe not every single player on the team touches the puck, but like a good amount of them do here. Some good Um, passing
0: plays. For me, I I did nice plays. Yeah, I did like really good play, like speed, speed and skill is what I stuck to. Essentially, I was little bit less of like the emotion and or the like theatrics behind it or what was going on outside of the rink, that kind of shit, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Number 10.
1: Number 10 uh, is a little mix of an individual effort and a team goal. I guess uh, it's, I have the Austin Matthews goal against the New York Rangers. I don't have the exact date. It's number 11 though on the list uh, is on the power. It was on a delay penalty. Austin Matthews dropped the puck to William Nylander. Nylander oh, kind of okay. picks it up, like picks it up in the neutral zone, Takes, beats a man, loses the puck kind of, but is able to protect the puck from two defenders to slip through uh, and then makes a very nice little slip pass to Matthews. Matthews buries it. And it's uh, my 10th best goal of the year.
0: Okay. I did not have that one. I'm just going to say that right now. My number yeah. 10 of the year was Mitch Marner versus the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, in the five-goal comeback where he got the puck from Tavares, went through the legs, and was able to slip it through Elvis Lickens. I think just the ability to do that in tight. I know he missed it. He flubbed on it, but it went in. It yeah. looked really nice. And because he flubbed on it, that's why it went in. So.
1: Yeah. yeah. It was a that nice was goal. I liked it. I had that as my yeah. 11th, so just missed for me. Mm. Um, next one for me, number nine. Uh, yeah. This is a newer one uh happened this past season it's the domi to robertson versus auto okay and that's part of this one filled two of those criteria for me where it elicited a positive emotional reaction and then also it um it was like a team effort and i was also at this game so um maybe it's a little bit special to me but for those who don't what remember y- oh yeah we're not gonna talk about that they lost. um yeah um For those who don't remember, I think Domi made a play uh, in the defensive zone, tripped the puck up. Yaron Crook kind of shielded the puck. Domi was Mm -hmm. able to get to it, got tripped, ended up on his knees, did his little saucer pass, which wasn't the best saucer pass. It was more like a shot at Robertson. Robertson was able to bat it out of the air and score. thought that was a pretty cool goal. Uh, From my angle, it it was pretty nasty to see Robertson. Hit that puck out of the air. So, oh, it, oh, yeah. it was yeah.
0: out of midair, too. It was a great hand eye play. I yeah. did not have that one, though. My number nine is Tavares's overtime winner against Florida in Florida during the 2022 23 season. If you would remember, if you remember it, it was after Samsonov made a huge save and then they had the stupid ESPN, like you know, when they have the names above their head while the, yes. the play is going on. They had that yes. going on for some dumb reason. But Crazy. I thought the, the, The backhand goal by John Tavares on that one I thought was pretty nasty, so number nine for me.
1: Wait, number eight, uh, John? Yeah, John John Tavares
0: overtime winner. Oh, okay. Against Florida, yes. In game, no. Regular season.
1: Okay. okay. Samsonov's last
0: start of the regular season.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, I thought you were talking about a different one. Okay.
0: No. No. Number eight. Number eight for me, yeah.
1: It will be the Matthew Nyes Florida playoff goal, um, the one where he did like the
0: he missed it dance and, it and yeah,
1: and the backhand in for those of the reals hmm. who don't remember. Maybe I, I'm not describing that well enough here, but uh, yeah, yeah. I guess Nyes just came in the offensive zone. Tried to pull it forehand. like Missed it, I guess. Spun around and hit it with his backhand. Something weird like that. It was a fun goal to watch. I think that was his first goal of the playoffs, right? No, that wasn't.
0: Yeah,
1: it was. It was? It was his first goal of the playoffs. Whatever. Just reminded me of like a... It was just a fun moment in that 2020 uh, three playoff run. Um, I don't know. Did you have it on your list? No.
0: No. I haven't had what, any what? of on my list so far.
1: Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. So maybe I have a bad That was list.
0: a nice pass from Matthews on that play. Uh
1: team effort, good of an individual effort as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh my number eight is Mitch Marner's short-handed goal against New Jersey in New Jersey last year. So the 2023 season.
1: I like that goal. That was a good one. That one also just uh missed the list for me as well. That was a good one.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um yeah, so let's go to number seven.
1: Yeah, we can do number seven. Um for me, it was the Nylander versus Florida OT goal. Mm. Uh when it was four four Timmins drop pass to Nylander, Nylander just uses his speed to beat guys wide. The problem with me is that it felt like there were some duplicate plays here. Not duplicate, yeah. but um uh there were some yeah, let's call them du- like Plays that were very similar. So it was hard. I didn't want to have... Oh, yeah, right. There were a bunch of Nealander fantastic
0: OT goals. Nealander uh, scored the same goal against the, the Wild three different ways.
1: Right? So like it's hard to do. So I just kind of picked the coolest ones. And yeah, that Florida one I thought was pretty cool uh, as number seven for me. Who do you got at number seven?
0: Number seven for me is Matthews' goal in Boston, the 3-2 loss. I think it was uh, Matt Murray started that game where he starts to play by batting it all the way down the ice. The Leafs are able to force a turnover, and then Matthews dipsy-doodles walks in down Broadway and puts it underneath the bar on Linus Allmark. If you watched it from the uh, Bruins broadcast – It was the color guy. I'm not sure his name. It wasn't Jack Edwards was so complimentary of the goal because he said that Allmark is the best goalie in the world. And wow, Austin Matthews just scored on the best goalie in the world. That must've been, it was a really, really nice goal. So it was a nice goal only because he scored on the best goalie in the world. thought that was kind of funny.
1: I have that one on my list. That was a good one. I like that one. Okay. Finally Uh, moving on to six. Uh, I have JT scoring against Calgary. I feel like you, you don't have this one on your list. I like this one. because uh, was...
0: Oh, it was uh, William Nylander back pass from right. behind the net. Uh, I yeah. don't have this and,
1: one. Yeah. Um, just was a good moment all around watching this. Uh, yeah. Oh, my i uh, What? You like I'm, I'm
0: very curious what you have for this top five because I have not had any of your number... We're probably 10%. gonna be
1: we're probably gonna have similar top fives then.
0: I Maybe. hope. But
1: <laughs> it who, seems who like you, you're leaving out so many nice goals here. But here the, the thing is is that there were so many like duplicate goals that like you I, I did.
0: So you just only included one? Yeah. If they were
1: similar, I'm not including oh, another one of those God. on the list. Well, hey, my rules.
0: Um, who do you have at number six? You should you should see one of the other lists I got. It's pretty funny, the top four. But Anyways, number six was Mitch Marner's OT winner against New York in Toronto. This happened awesome in the 2023 two twenty three season. Uh, just really nice flying through the air, slipped it past Shesterkin. I thought it was a really nice goal. Yeah, that was a good
1: one. Um,
0: yeah. Number five.
1: Number five. You've mentioned it before on this list. I have it. The AM versus Boston goal. Okay. Um, yeah. The... Fills the criteria of like sick Beautiful team hands. effort, oh, yeah. and then uh, good little hands there from from uh, Matthews with the, the the bat out of bat out of his own zone, mm-hmm. retrieving the puck for for Marner, Marner. I think gives it to was it Bunting? Yeah, Bunting got then, in on that one. And then Matthews with the disgust disgusting finish. <laughs> That was yeah. a great goal. That was a great goal. All right.
0: I have number five, William Nylander versus Minnesota in October at Scotiabank Arena. That one where he dances the defenseman, walks in, pulls it across, and slips it past Phil Gustafson. Thought that was uh an excellent display of skating and hands.
1: Which what wait, which, which, which Nylander goal is this?
0: Nylander versus Minnesota 2023 yeah. 24. Uh it was during like regulation play. Okay. So not the OT goal. No,
1: not the one of three OT goals. Uh, Nope. Okay. Yeah. Um, This top,
0: this top five is very heavy. Nylander.
1: Yeah. I have, I have the Nylander. Um, first for number four, for myself, Mm -hmm. I have the Nylander OT goal in Sweden as my number four.
0: Um, on the list you're number four you have the sweden one whoa yes
1: yes and that's i low. believe you think that's a low
0: that's very low
1: so i it's funny because i actually had the you're talking about wait hold on Fuck the, you scored so many goals against minnesota i have another one against minnesota i think it's the other one in my OT? top five yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah i have okay, that I have, yeah. right okay yeah,
1: yeah uh but yeah no i i liked i liked this goal just because again nylander and sweden it's a good little special moment. And I think my favorite thing was like he literally put, uh who, I forget who it was, in like a spin cycle where he, the way he went like in and out uh between the dot lines at like oh, yeah. right at the blue line. Like he covered East West so much ice in like such a s- short amount of space that he like just completely put Buddy in a blender and uh, beat him wide to Scorch. So I thought it was a pretty sick one there from Neilander. So yeah, oh, yeah, number four versus
0: minnesota in sweden for me flurry tried the poke check on didn't work uh number four for me is nylander versus florida 2022-23 20, it was the overtime winner that he scored uh in in, in in during the regular season the one where he's coming around the boards and he trips and falls and he ends up like planking on the ice that was
1: that was my seventh
0: so that was uh, uh again another a very similar to some of the other ones, but he
1: just burns yeah. everyone wide in overtime. It's crazy. Give
0: him give him a one on one at the blue line. He'll probably
1: beat you. Oh yeah. Four um, on
0: four and three on three hockey. He's like the best player. He's yeah. gotta be top ten in the league.
1: It's crazy. Um yeah. it's, it's number
0: three.
1: Number three for me is the Marner versus Marner versus Edmonton. Pickoff spinorama goal. Yeah. Cool. That was, that was- a top three moment one. for me. That and was, that was disgusting. Disgusting for me on multiple levels. One, obviously, the interception, which was crazy. Two, the spinorama. Three, the backhand forehand. spinorama. two,
0: backhand forehand.
1: Roof, freaking, putting put in everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was nine.
0: I Nine number three is William Nylander versus Minnesota in overtime at Scotiabank Arena, where he... Essentially, he strips the puck from Frederick Goudreau. He brings it, uh, drives the net, and is able to slip it underneath Philip Gustafson's glove. That was just yep. some nasty handles.
1: That was disgusting. And then, just to close that one out, that was my number two goal. Oh, um, okay, I so love number two. I love defensive efforts. Defensive efforts make me. Um, I don't know if this is corny to say, but yeah, that word. Um, yeah, I love the good defensive efforts. I love watching people strip pucks. Um, and Nylander just did a great job on this one. Like, one, he like almost got away with like a good maneuver. Like, it was like a 50 50 puck battle. He did like a little thing behind the back, or he almost got the puck, lost it. Uh, it was like a two on two guys in the corner for Minnesota. But then just stripping control, G- like you said, beating his man and just making, was it Flurry or Gustafson? And it just looked absolutely Gustafson. redonkulous there. Um, yeah. Top two for me.
0: Yeah. My number two is the Marner versus Edmonton. Just the pick off midair, the move that he makes there was some slick little handles there. So that's my number two. Who's your one number one? Marner oh, versus Marner.
1: Okay, that's funny. We had the three and two swapped. Yeah. Uh for each other. Um for me, it was like I think it was like your number ten. But it was the Tavera's overtime goal against Florida.
0: That's your number one.
1: Yeah. I
0: like, I don't know.
1: It was just like crazy to me. I don't know.
0: Why? Because of the save before.
1: Yeah. Just the emotions of it. I don't know. It's just one of the high points of the year for me. God, Watching
0: that. That's your number one. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Um, I. Wow. That was, yeah, that was my number nine.
1: Yeah, I know. I don't know. I just, it just, I can't just describe it.
0: Fancy, I when I again.
1: watched it, it just elicited like a ton of emotions in me. and made me feel happy. Okay. It was just like, uh, the back and forth from that game was just a lot of fun. I guess. I don't know.
0: Hmm. Just, I just, guess. this is
1: just what I remember.
0: Yeah. My number one is Nylander versus Minnesota in Sweden,
1: 2023,
0: 24 season where again, you had it. Number five. I don't understand how
1: number four. I, I he like You had, had it too low. I, I I like the one where he strips the guy better. Really? Am I crazy? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Then you get Difference. the reaction from his dad, his family. Fair. I don't know. Anyways. So, yeah. My number, my top 10: Nylander versus Minnesota overtime in Sweden. Marner versus Edmonton 2022-23. 20, Nylander versus Minnesota overtime last season. Nylander versus over. Uh, Versus Florida in overtime. Nealander versus Minnesota regulation time. Marner versus New New York in overtime. Matthews versus the Bruins in January of 23. Marner against the Devils shorthanded. Number eight. Number nine, Taveras overtime against Florida. And number 10, Marner versus Columbus. Yeah.
1: Love it. That was fun. That was fun. Hopefully people don't roast me for my... Yeah, I don't know. I Like, just watching that first goal... The the one I have first on my list of John Tavares is just I don't know maybe people disagree with me it just I don't know there was just something about that game with the back and forth and overtime
0: okay something that about it makes sense it was I mean I don't know when you it was set exciting the scene, I guess yeah it was it was really it was exciting
1: and it like brought um, back a bunch of happy memories for me so what the f- <laughs> I
0: don't just, know that, was- that overtime winner just mentally did a number <laughs> on you. No, it just All actually right. just
1: elic- like it elicited like a good emotion. So you know, it's like something you can't tangibly feel. It's just weird.
0: Anyways, turns your life around. Like, oh my yes. god,
1: it uh, gave me new new purpose.
0: Yeah. So I think a lot of people were, would be expecting the Tampa Bay Game Six overtime goal. Listen, it, it was just a spin and shoot. Like, it was a very important goal.
1: That one could be one for me too, honestly.
0: Yeah, my right. top five in terms of like. Storytelling, setting the scene, goals this year. There's going to be some crossover with this past this list we did, but like the the happy go lucky goals to me, this year would have been number one. John Tavares obviously game six yep. overtime winner. Um, number two, I guess you could say was just the rest of the overtime goals in the playoffs, like the Al- Alex Kerfoot tip or the who were the other overtime winners? Tavares. Kerfoot, Morgan Riley. I think it was Morgan Riley. I think I'll lump Morgan those Riley. into number two there. Number three would have been Nylander's overtime winner in Sweden with his dad going, Oh, 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 Oh. Um, number four would have been Tyler Bertuzzi throwing the body and Justin Hall and getting the puck, uh, making a beautiful backdoor pass for the winner against Detroit. And number five, Probably the one you mentioned, your favorite goal of all time, uh, the Florida, the Florida one, just because of the back, to, back and forth and such.
1: I appreciate you throwing that in there. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Yeah. So that's just my quick, I didn't even think about it beforehand. Top five, like storytelling goals of the season, but yeah. Anyways, covered a lot Perfect. this episode.
1: Yeah, it was a good one. It was a good one. Hopefully people have uh happy new year and enjoy, enjoy their little holiday stretch here. Um, Twenty four. Twenty twenty three in the books, twenty twenty-four. Onwards and
0: upwards, I guess, right? Yep. Uh yeah, that's all we have. PWHL starts January first. So tune in. Go and support. Uh thanks everyone for listening. Go leafs go.